With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something I talked on on podcast. It's the Southern Podcast. And there it is. Southern United have the GM Vauxhall Conference. have put down first division Coventry City. Winners of the FA Cup themselves less than two years ago. And what a moment to enjoy for the fans of this Surrey side. They've had their moments before, but never won like this. But the whistle goes down. You like the Sun United. Sutton United for the National League are through to the last 16 of the FA Cup. No longer English football's perennial non-league club. A 123-year crescendo reaches a new peak for Sutton United, who are promoted to the Football League for the first time. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on Podcast, the Sutton Podcast. I'm your host Mike and joining me today's panel we have Chris, Paul and Joe. We're going to be talking about the Stevenage match and look forward to the Hartlepool game next Saturday. Um, don't forget you can help the cost to the show and one-off donations or regular subscriptions by joining us on Patreon. Um, there's more information on the website which is uh, suttonpodcast.com. The Danny Bolt interview will be up on there this uh, week at some point when I finish um, a little bit of tidying up. Um, thank you for joining us. And it's um, I've just had an email about 10 minutes ago, the 193rd most popular podcast in the UK charts for some reason. Although the slight payoff to that is we did drop down to 191 in the Ukraine. So very much congratulations to whoever's just started a podcast in Ukraine because we've been 124 weeks. Um, no idea why or how. Um, <laughs> really looking forward to um, talking to the panel, finding out what's going on with them. Um, we'll start off with Chris. Last time we spoke was um, after the Crawley match on Boxing Day. So yes. how have you been since? Um, I, 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 have, I have been all right. I have been fine. Uh, and uh, so when I, yeah, but also just to allude to um, future things, uh, I was Jenny for the Crawley game, making my uh, debut. And yesterday I made my home debut as Jenny. So Very Jenny good. Giraffe, so. 
Very good. This is, I think, possibly a coincidence because we, we book these in a little while in advance. Oh, yeah. Or, or, <laughs> yeah, this is a coincidence. Or do you go and say, right, I've got to be Jenny on this day? Um, no, no. <laughs> lovely. Um, so next up, we have Joe. And Joe, what have you been like up to last time we had a, well, I think for all of us, it was a win against Gillingham. But for you, I think it was technically a draw because you scoped off early. <laughs> oh, something's happened with Joe's microphone. Oh, he's talking. Oh, there we go. No, you're gone again. <laughs> God. Okay. While we sort that out, um, Paul, we'll come to you. Um, it was a very cold Colchester the last time we spoke. Um, <laughs> have you thawed out and how things since? <laughs> good, Mike. Yeah, good. Yeah. I, uh, we went to, last football matters was, uh, we went, um, I took my son to Fulham for ground up last week. Um, so we went, that was the first time we'd both been there. 39 shots was the, uh, in the game, which was extraordinary. Yeah, and there was no goals. <laughs> uh, two goals, yeah. <coughs> oh, was there two goals? For us? Sorry. <laughs> um, so, Joe, is can you hear me? Five? Can you hear me now? Am I back? We can hear you now. Brilliant. Um, yeah. So, yeah, um, don't remind me of the Gillingham match because obviously I'm still very upset about that. <laughs> um, yeah, I've just been busy. I've got a lot of exams. So, I was going to hopefully get up to Harrogate last weekend. But um, it didn't quite materialise. So, Steve's was my first match since Wimbledon, which was nice to go to. Um, but yeah, been a relatively quiet yeah. month, to be fair. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, so a couple of quick bits um, before we kind of get into it. So the ladies' team's a bit odd today. Um, they were there at the match. Ahmed was there on comms, and uh, the referee decided that it was um, something he didn't like slightly different reports a bit of metal sticking out near one of the goals or a concrete block I'm not 100% sure which um, but possibly like an old goal post that's become more exposed as the rank weather recently um, but obviously you can't play with that because lots of the players were apparently saying they wanted to just carry on but it's like yeah you won't feel like that if you slide over that or, or go over that That's, that's that, that can't be played on so um, we look to see what happens there whether it gets rearranged or um pitch isn't suitable so do we get the points um i love an admin win as well um so there's also don't forget you can sign up to the very exciting sutton postcard um first, first edition went out um it was brilliant uh it's not um and the only other real thing is um again something i think is great that the club's involved in um i don't think it's so great that it has to happen. So mixed mixed thoughts. And I'm actually going to jump back to yourself, Chris, because you had a bit to yeah. do with this today. So there was the community fridge thing. So there is um, just opposite down the Green Lane, uh, opposite the stadium. Um, so open up a little community fridge. It's essentially for like food waste and anyone who kind of is a bit short, which this is the bit that I don't think should be happening, but it is happening. So it's good that we're doing something with it. And it kind of dovetails almost the... Um, coffee mornings we've been doing but Chris was a very busy boy yesterday (laughs) (laughs) Um, he was litter picking he was taking I was surprised the Wimbledon fans didn't give us a bit of stick for the old Womble business but um, tell us about your your, your morning first of all Chris Uh, yeah so um, so my morning was uh, was was litter picking uh, in uh, Collingwood Rec uh, and so there were some uh, with with help uh, from the local police uh, which 
was unexpected uh and uh, and also um, befriending um some local local kids of varying ages uh it was you know, a, a great success uh, at one point i did feel a bit like the pied piper of hamlin um <laughs> so it was, it was quite lovely um then yeah so 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 did some good work there and then uh went then kind of got back um, to the ground, had a bit of um, decapitation rest period, because uh, there is no frame in the Jenny Giraffe costume. The neck is just literally resting on your shoulders. Uh, so <laughs> it's a bit tiring. Uh, and then I went to uh, go and uh, meet uh, our, our ball kids uh, from Nonsuch Primary, I think. And, uh, and also as well, hang out with some of the players uh, who were talking about cricket more than I would expect. Uh, so particularly, I think with John Barden seemed to be leading the cricket talk. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, so I, I, I was trying to figure out what match it was that they were talking about. Um, but uh, anyway, maybe they were all playing each other on, on a PS4 <laughs> cricket thing. Uh, so uh, And uh, then just doing meet and greet uh, with the fans, wandering around the ground, um, causing um, a little bit of chaos, um, <laughs> but all very good-natured. Uh, and uh, my, um, my assistant... Reckoned that twenty five percent of the stickers he handed out were to fully grown adults who were making no sort of like attempt to sort of say, "Oh, I'm taking this for my kids." Like, <laughs> no, 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 we want that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, it was, it was, it, yeah, it, it was, yeah, great. And then, um, then, then I got into my suit to be the tunnel steward, uh, and then post match uh, went to do the um, to to meet the um, the community fridge people. Uh, so uh, just on the community fridge uh, so they are open Mondays 8am to 10am Wednesday 2 to 4pm and Saturdays 12 to 2 on a non-match day and 12 to 6 on a match day uh, so uh, yeah and they, they are they're lovely people and yesterday was their opening day so uh, so so Jenny Jenny didn't cut any kind of like ribbons or anything uh, <laughs> but uh, but yes, it was, uh, so it was, it was good. And uh, yeah, and you were saying it's oppos opposite the ground. It's kind of, it's the same block as the artist formerly known as the plow. Um, right. But it's kind of like, Just... it's right next to the corner shop on the other corner of that block. Perfect. Uh, but uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, so um, lovely folks uh, and doing good work. And uh, they will quite happily take a donation off you um, uh, in exchange for cake and various other things. So uh, yeah. Excellent. And remembered all of that, even though you sent me in a message just in case you forgot. So very yes. well done. <laughs> remembered the whole lot. So. Right. We're going to dive in to um, had a bit more of a talking point than I, I actually was prepared for. So we're going to go into the the ultimate team. So again, just to clarify the rules, this is your favourite player. It's not you saying this is the best player in all time. This is your favourite player. And it can be for any reason you like. So um, it, it's 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 just a bit of we'll have a little of a fun team. I, I I spent a long time explaining it last week, and then they've done exactly the, the thing that I was giving as an example. So I'm going to get straight into it, and um, we'll we'll come back in a second. We'll start with you, Joe, so get your get your notes ready. And now, one hundred and twenty-five years in the making. 
The Sutton United Talk Time on Podcast. Sutton United All Time Ultimate Eleven. So, Joe, who's your choice for right back? Right back. Okay. So I've only I've only been a supporter for a year. So I've got a very limited pool of three players. So I'm gonna just because of the wonderful recovery he has had from such a horrific injury, I'm gonna go for John Barden because he Ooh. I've got his autograph and he was the first player's autograph I've got. Um, so that's my very... I feel like I've not done the, the wonderful intro you gave me to justice because I don't have much reasoning other than that. I've got a better one for centre-back, but, like, right-back, yeah, that's that's what I've got. That, that's as good as any reason. Um, did actually going to talk about John in a minute, actually. Um, but, uh, Paul, we'll come to you next for your right-back. Uh, so I've got a little bit longer to choose from in six, six or seven seasons, six or seven years, I think, although I did see them before that off and on for the last 30 years or so. But um, I'm going for the six years. And uh, in the spirit of something uh, just a, 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 a little bit that uh, different or something like that, I've gone for Enzio, um, who okay. uh, um, simply because uh, what an extraordinary job he's uh, done this year, playing out of his position. And I think it sums up the, the team, really, a little bit, you know, mucking in for the team getting stuck in, as I understand it, you know, not too much noise. He could have made a right old noise about having to play that role, wouldn't he? But And he's also played it pretty well. <laughs> so uh, I've gone uh, I've gone for Enzio, who probably isn't our greatest uh, right-back of all time, but uh, but in the spirit of the, uh, in the of the game, I'm, I'm sticking him down. <laughs> the choice that you've... The choice that you've got today, if I chose... If I, this is the other thing. If I ask someone tomorrow, it could be something completely different. This is why this is such a weird little thing. Well, let's hope so. Chris. I mean, we don't want him stuck there, do we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Chris. So uh, I've also gone for someone who occasionally plays played out of position when he uh, when he played for us. Uh, uh, also, as well, uh, he was right back for the very first match I went to, uh, Simon Downer. Okay. Uh, who uh, was a stand-in goalkeeper. Uh, yes. So not long after we played Arsenal in the FA Cup. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, so, and Simon, I got to know a bit from tunnel stuff, um, and absolutely lovely. Uh, so uh, yeah, it was um, perfect. Yeah, yeah excellent. Personal reasons. Simon, so we, we don't even need to go on to our second choices. So that's beautiful. Um, so the centre back choices. Okay. So Joe. Um, right. So the, I, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but like I'm going to go over it again. For the for the way I got into Sutton was doing a career mode on FIFA with them. Um, so and I kept one player throughout the twelve seasons I was like do, uh, managing them, and that was Louis John. Uh, he captained every single match he could, apart from when he was injured or suspended due to my incompetencies at tackling. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go for him. I also he's. He's he's my um, he's my mum's favourite player as well, uh, purely for the fact that he moved against Newport on the opening on the on the opening day. He was very kind to her and took a photo. So that the, the, this one's for all the FIFA lovers and for my for my mother. So yes, I'll go for I'll go for Louis John. Right, I am going to get grief that you've chosen a player because of FIFA, but no, it's fine. It's no problem, Joe. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, Paul, who, who are you going for? Oh, small print, Mike. Have I got two guesses or t- uh, choices or one? Just give me one, first of all. 
Oh, okay. And yeah. If, if we double up, if everyone's chosen Louis, then uh, we, we may need second. Oh, okay. Uh, so, um, I mean, it felt to me, so I have gone performance-wise, actually, and uh, it felt to me, I mean, this is, admittedly, haven't seen Sutton teams from bygone age, but uh, it feels like we're in a golden period of um, centre-backs, so uh, plenty to choose from, and uh, Louis would have been a great choice. But I have gone for uh, uh, Jamie Collins, as that was there. He was the first centre-back, me and my son, uh, uh, or first uh, one of centre-backs who was in the team at that time. And actually, you know, captain and absolutely just just the epitome of someone you want your kids to be a hero of, you know, absolute club man. Um, I, I don't think I ever saw him uh, lose a header in six years. Did you? I mean, it's just the way he read the game and, and such like. And I think I probably saw him at the end of his career as well. So I, uh, so yeah. I can imagine he was uh, pretty useful um, when he was uh, a lot younger. Dominant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And of course, uh, and the penalty taking, I mean... Um, if there was ever a man yeah, you wanted really. to slot the ball home, then it was him, wasn't it? So, uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. club captain, uh, first guy, and uh, that he's penalty taken and just just a terrific defender. So that's what we went for. That's what I've gone for. Perfect. And Chris, right? Well, we have a slight issue here because uh, uh, I, I, my my first and second choices have gone. Uh, my first choice was was Jamie Collins. Uh, so I've just had a bit of. Frantic looking at, um, at who was playing for uh, for the very first game I saw, uh, and Google suggests it was um, it was Michael Spillane or Mickey as I always Mickey used to Spillane? call him. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so uh, yeah, okay. yeah we'll, we'll go with that for random purposes. <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to get some messages. <laughs> Perfect. So what I'll do is I'll be sticking him out on the vote. On the vote. Um, I haven't thought this through very well because I just realised that the centre-backs are going to get a second bite of the cherry because whoever's on next week are also choosing a centre-back and a left-back. Um, but there's two, um, cent- there's yeah. two centre-backs Whoever goes in next week, whoever yeah. goes next week they, they, they can override my choice. Cause like, no, no, really- <laughs> that, that will come up soon, but next week they just get a free hit. Uh, but at some point, someone's going to be coming in going, yeah, I'm getting rid of one of them. <laughs> but perfect. Thank you very much, James. Um, right, super, super quickly for yesterday, because we, we have got Jack and Adam with us already. Um, the lineup yesterday, so a bit of a shocker with Louis being out, although he was walking around fine. He did say beforehand it was just a knock, and he expects to be back next week, and I think Matt confirmed that in his interview. Um, he also confirmed that to Jenny de Giraffe. He did. Excellent. Good. Um, but the bigger shock was I, I did feel sorry for him after the third conversation I had with him. But um, I was there when John drove in and had a very quick chat while he was in his car. Then he was on the sidelines and young Ryan, Ryan's young Bruce wanted to have a little chat with him. So I took him over and he had a chat and had to explain about his injury then again. And then he came on the pitch very quickly while I was doing that silly thing in the dugout and had another chat. And I'm like, I wonder how many times he's going to have to explain how, how he's recovering this week. I did suggest we started a pool, but he, 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 didn't, he didn't want to play along. Uh, but amazing. The guy's up walking around without crutches. He was in the gym yesterday morning and drives himself around. Um, that is just astonishing recovery. Um, I suspect the fact that it was Stevenage made him absolutely want to be there. Um, but, um, yeah, just absolutely amazing. Um, but, yeah, what, 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 what did you think of the lineup? Not necessarily the guys who, who were out, but what, what were your thoughts? Oh, Kobe also um, yeah. back on the bench. Brilliant. Um, and Matt. Uh, Matt um, Ridley's walking around as well, so we're not pretty much coming back to full strength here. Um, but what, what did you think of the lineup as, as we 
uh, going into it. We a little bit of a shock Louis been out, but as strong as you could expect. Yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting for others to go because I never actually saw the lineup. All right, fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Got a joke? Um, Yeah, very happy. Um, Does anyone know what happened to Josh? Because I I didn't see the interview. He had a knock in training, I think, and he's going to be at least a couple of weeks. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, I I was surprised to not see him on the bench because I didn't know uh, that he was injured. Mm. Uh, But. Yeah, very very good going forward. Uh, good to see Lee Angle on the bench. He made a good impact at Harrogate. Uh, yeah, v- I agree. You've come back to full strength. The thing is, the first time we came on the podcast, we had about half our squad in the injury room. So now it's nice to be able to say there's so much opportunity. Um, I'm missing I'm missing Tope um, just because he was a lovely guy. Um, but and it's sad not to see him and Killian on the bench. But you know, he's he's ripping up at Torquay, so he's doing brilliantly. Um, so happy for him, and yeah, just really happy with the, the squad we put out. Excellent, Paul. Yeah, I, I, I fancied our chances at this before the game, and then you saw the lineup, and you thought, oh, we've got to shuffle it out the back again. But you know, we've got uh, the greatest right back Sutton's ever had uh, in the team, so uh, so that was handy. Uh, but um, uh, so I thought. Um, so I thought that might be a little bit issue, but they coped really well, didn't they? And as you say, just just that little bit of beefing up of the bench uh, and with players back makes such a difference, doesn't it? You look at that team and and, and the way they play. Um, it, um, it's um, it is virtually at full strength, isn't it? Yeah. So, but it wasn't. <laughs> I, I did a t-shirt design, one for the purists. I think I put on there. Um, <laughs> It wasn't the most exciting game. I think Steve Evans said, I don't think either keeper had to make a save. Um, That's not true. Um, well, this is what Steve Evans was saying. It's, it's, you, it, it, yeah. It, it, yeah it, it he wasn't... did seem to be seeing a different match yeah. from other people. <laughs> he, often, he often does. Yes. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't thrills and spills. Um, I, I think I said after the game, that wasn't the game I ever thought we were going to lose. But by the same token, I didn't think we were ever going to win it either. Um, I think we could have still been there now and both teams would have been huffing and puffing a bit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I, I had the feeling that something was going to happen in the last minute. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and I was kind of hoping that it wouldn't uh, because like we had already... Uh, in the in the tunnel, we'd already made a decision that we were going to kind of like go out and escort the ref off, mm-hmm. uh, and I was also aware that I had to get into the mascot costume as quickly as possible. I was just thinking, can just just be over quickly and without <laughs> aggro. Uh, so uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you mentioned the ref; he was he was subject to lots of conversation. Um... Now, I thought he did okay because I think. Because like he was letting it flow, he possibly let it flow a little bit too much in places. But I, I, I kind of, I felt that he gave sort of like equal to both sides from what I saw. It was, it was uh, a, it, so a really by everyone else. It was a really chippy game, wasn't it? I mean, is it twenty-four fouls? So I think that's quite difficult. And and it's whether well was it difficult because he didn't get that consistency right earlier on, or was it just a really difficult game to handle? I'm on the latter side. I don't think he, I don't think he had a particularly um, uh, terrible game, particularly. Um, but uh, you know, both sides very physical, and uh, it was um, you know, and it, it, it was always going to be a difficult one to manage. I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's a big point. A big point. Obviously, it's a big point for us because that's a, it's a game going into it that you think, oh god. But 
I think Stevenage, um, I was thinking they're a little bit like us last season. They're so good at home. We've seen that in the FA Cup, the way they came back. We've seen that in the league. They haven't lost in the, the league since the 22nd of October or something ridiculous. But I was, yeah. I've just been looking at results away. So many away draws and just not getting, getting those goals. And it's just, you know, the ref... I agree. It didn't n- nothing much wrong. Our, our, my only complaint is that we didn't make use of our free kicks enough. Like sometimes just not putting them in the right areas. But like I didn't think there was much wrong. Some subject words from many people, but you know, it's, it, it's kind of obviously depends on your point of view. If if it's going your way, and you're not going to complain. But if it's if the Adger boys running to the box, then you're going to shout, aren't you? Because he'll go down with one touch and that's fair to him so I don't think he did much wrong I think it was kind of the right levels yeah one thing I would say um so not an issue of the ref but uh the um but the linesman um that was kind of like um at the sort of like the non-Gander Green half uh um when in fact he missed Rob uh going down yeah Okay, Good. sure, it was yeah. to the other side of the pitch. But, like, he was down for quite some time. He was rolling around and, and like, like, mate, why did you not see this? Uh, and, like, play was just all carrying on. And, yeah, I was quite frustrated because, like, I was further away from Rob Milsom <laughs> than he was. And I could quite clearly see the guy was in some trouble. Yeah. I think also um, on that... It is a little bit sometimes because we know our players and we know which ones are likely to be yeah. rolling. Um, had that been a certain midfielder, yeah, there probably wouldn't have been as much worry. Um, mm. But because you know your players, and obviously the, the refs and linos don't necessarily know that no, they no. just assume they assume everyone's cheating at all times. Um, but yeah, I mean, both of us cancel each other out. The point doesn't is not bad for both of us. Um, our second clean sheet in a row. Yeah, um, and we're up to 40 so sort of well, i think i'm more positive i mean i think i'm with with joe in that like i think that yeah going into that i was expecting i was expecting a defeat i was yeah. expecting a difficult afternoon uh and like we made them look ordinary yeah because uh, yeah. i um uh, yeah i was there with a friend of mine who um um yeah who like i when i sort of told him that we were playing the team that was second he was quite surprised um because like he would he thought they would been just like two mid-table teams playing each other because he felt that like the skill set was yeah. was was quite equal there were no moments where like oh they're gonna do us now i think i think a point was so, i think a point was great wasn't it really i mean 16 times yeah. they've gone away with three points so in it this season yeah. uh you know they they went toe-to-toe physically with us they could knock it about uh defensively they're really strong they got the reinforcements in as well. We're at the stage of the season now. I mean, they they had got four or five people in, didn't they? They played. Uh, they brought three on after sixty minutes, and the goalkeeper started. Uh, and they had, actually had a decent away following as well. So uh, I think there was. I think to uh, to match that and get a point was uh, was a great result. I mean, you know, not great entertainment, but it was. Uh, but it was a great result. I had a very. Um, We're now two points off the playoffs. So, yeah. yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed yesterday because I was with a mate who said, "Yeah, you lot are going to get battered." Because um, he watched this, the Villa game, and he was like, <laughs> and then he's also an Arsenal fan. So we were standing there, and I was like, "So this hasn't gone very well, have you? Haven't it? You've lost to Everton, and we've we've got a point against a team who are 
got two games in hand on the leaders. I said I was a brilliant afternoon as far as I was concerned, but I said at half time I don't I don't I don't really see a goal in this. It was it was a very midfieldy game. The ball just kind of went from side to side, and I do I do really think that we got there were moments, especially in like middle second half, where we had a, a sustained pressure for a good five minutes. That, that, that didn't seem very long, but we had the free kick up, free quick throw in, and it, I was just like, "Yeah, okay, this is this is different to uh, three months ago, where we wouldn't have this pressure. And we just let I don't know Tranmere springs to mind. Um, that was a difficult game for other reasons and injuries, but just we was we didn't." wilt in the face of a team who could just easily with one goal early on we could we we could just let our heads drop so i i despite no goals i just enjoyed having i didn't feel that worry of just this could go horribly wrong at any moment and when that corner was conceded in the last minute i it's probably not a good thing but i was like no it will clear it uh, and he was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, we'll clear it. And we did. And I was like, see, this is the faith you, might, you have to have, maybe. Maybe we just have to start saying, no, we're fine. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, yeah, I yeah, very good. <laughs> so, yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, we'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up quickly for yesterday. And um, just before we move on, um, just want your thoughts, guys, on your one choice, because there's four of you, well, four of us, and um, for your player of the day, so now watch me do my dance. I'm the player of the day. 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 So we'll do this opposite way around. We'll do Chris first. Okay, um, Ben, Ben Goodlow. Yeah. Excellent. And Paul. Yeah, day for the back line. I'll go with Joe. Okay, and Joe. Uh, confused me for a second now. Oh, yeah, no, it confused me. Uh, David, <laughs> David, David was David's touch at the end of the first half, and he span away from like two defenders. Just was lovely. So I, I'll, give, I'll give him that. Right. Well, I'm going to go for Jack. Not necessarily, actually, because of the match, but because of his interview afterwards when he gave it, he, he gave it back to Joe Kizzy for uh, Joe last week saying that he was just doing his job after that wonder save. And this week, Jack's like, yeah, well, if he did his job, I wouldn't have to pull him out. <laughs> and I was like, I'm loving this. <laughs> Getting my popcorn out. <laughs> and I think, I think Joe's come back today with touche. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to go with Jack for that reason. Um, and that, coincidental, but that leads us very nicely on to Hartlepool and our guests, um, Jack and Adam, who are from the HUFC chat podcast. Is that right? I've got that one right. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Excellent. Hello, and how are you guys? Buzzing after yesterday, to be fair, late. It was, yeah, <laughs> Sunday yesterday, summer away day. Uh, Dan Dodds, all of us at Hartlepool United love you a bit. <laughs> it's, been, um, it's been a bit of a slog for you guys. Um, I mean, what's what's... I know there's stuff behind the scenes, but what, what, what's what's <laughs> breaking it down? What's gone? What's gone wrong this season? I'll let you take this one, Davo, because I normally rant a lot about it. <laughs> well, we bring in a manager um, from Scotland who should never have been brought in. No AFL experience, no credentials to be really given the job, um, and they make matters worse. He was fully backed, which some might argue and say, "Well, what's wrong with that?" But he was allowed to bring in about. Six, seven players from Scotland, again, not good enough to be in the Football League. And I think from the minute the season kicked off, we got beat 4-0 at Walsall. And I think most Pools fans kind of got the, the vibe that it was going to be a long, long season. Yeah, yeah. because I'm mean, looking at the table now, that win 
Yes, that was huge for you, really, because um, it pulled you back over Gillingham. Um, I mean, what is there? Ta- am I mixing up, or is, is there takeover on the on the cards for you guys, or is that a different club? Um, I think it's more we wish. Well, certain oh. <laughs> certain a uh, lot of us wish there was a takeover on the cards. Um, so there was an article that was released last week, came after a, a massive defeat to uh, Colchester in terms of significance. Came out, <coughs> who had pulled together this article. I don't like to slate people too much, but clearly not done his research. And it basically all came out that the people um, involved were. Not the type of people that we'd want at the football club, um, which is never ideal. I think me and uh, Adam were, from the off, quite sceptical. We did a Twitter space after the game and, you know, we said we'll, we'll look at it and we'll, we'll see what's to be said. Um, but, you know, we're going to take it with a pinch of salt, as I think you have to. You have to be so careful. Whether you're for the current owner, whether you're against the current owner, you don't just want anyone taking the club over. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> whether it happens in... In the coming year or whatever, hopefully it does. I think it would be needed, but um, at the minute there's nothing concrete now. See, that's that's honestly the attitude that much, much more football fans should be having um, because I remember getting a bit of stick sort of late last season when Crawley were being taken over by the uh, Crypto Bros and being told that um, I was just jealous that they've now got loads of money and they're going to buy the league and all the rest of it. And it's like... you. Yeah, you need to know who's behind this. You can't just go, yeah, we've got new owners, that's it, it's all going to get sorted out. Um, so I, I actually think way, way more football fans should be just questioning behind, okay, you're saying where all this money's there, but show us, show us where it's coming from. That's well, exactly. I mean, when you've got someone saying, I mean, you read the article that came out after the game and apparently this consortium had like £215 million. They were going to inject £3 million on day one. We got a 400k striker lined up from League One. Um, what was it, an esports team as well? And that they were going to lift all banning orders um, or anything that had been in place without consulting the Cleveland police or the club. It was just going to happen. Um and don't get me wrong, that whole thing about the ban orders, that's not going to be something I'll discuss on here because there's a lot of politics behind it. And, you know, that's not the point of it. But, I mean, to come in and promise all of this straight away, like, he's just kind of had to look at it and think straight away, I'm not convinced on this at all. Yeah, that's, yeah, that smacks of um, just desperation. Please be my friend. I, love, I want everyone to love me. Um, <laughs> and you've got to wonder what... what... If someone's going to invest that money, what are they getting out of it? Um, that's my f- very first question. What What are you getting from this? There's no no way people are just going to do it. Just, well, very few people are going to do it just for fun. Um, I mean, even Ryan and Rob are going to get a return on their investment at some point. Um, they're, they're, well, if they ever get out of that league, but we'll see what happens. Um, but what, what are your guys' thoughts um, on uh, apart from yesterday? Is there any other highs for the season? What what what? What's been the best part of the season so far, apart from yesterday? Transfer got a window, Adam. It's on you. <laughs> yeah, I, I could say the transfer window. It has no. You, you laugh, but it, it, it has to be that. She's got eleven in. Um, yeah, eleven, five in on deadline day. Um, obviously, we were rumoured to be linked to quite a few good players, but then obviously things were just not going our way for whatever reason. We were being told that players were going to other clubs because they want to play with their mates. Players were staying at one club for whatever reason. So towards the end, it was just becoming more of a slog. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we bring in five and 50 minutes on deadline day night. So, yeah, I've got to go deadline day for sure. How many started yesterday? Um, 
quite a few. Uh, I think it was three. I think it was three or something like that. Oh, a lot more featured. Um, mm. You know, when it comes to highlights of the season, I think we found ourselves in the group chat saying it quite frequently that the highlights is just going to the football with your mates. Like, come three o'clock, we forget everything else because it's probably going to go downhill. But especially with away days, um, you know, just I think people, I think when you're in a situation that we're currently in, especially, you value, so like the win yesterday, like, us lads were on cloud nine, talking about afterwards, how amazing it was, what an away day it was. And I think for us, that's been like the theme of the season. We've just kind of thought, right, well, come three o'clock, probably not going to turn up. So how about just enjoy everything else about it? Um, you know, and I think that's a massive thing that football fans should definitely realise and a lot resonate with that it's a lot about the social side and what it can do. I mean, the amount of people who've said to me this season, that away day or that game has, um, you know, really been an escape for 90 minutes. I think for me, that's what I take away most from this season so far. The situation we've been in has been awful. We've we've played awful football. We've not looked good at all, but I've had some of the best memories with my mates. So, you know, you just got to take take that sometimes. Yeah, I think the, the Candemonium guys who do the blog on Sutton United, they, they very frequently use the phrase, a wonderful day out spoiled by the football. Um, mm. And it's literally... Just that, and I think the whole lockdown thing. I know it's a couple of years ago now, but that that made a lot of people realise. Oh, yes, it is a lot more than just watching because watching it on TV wasn't the same. Yeah. I know there's the big talk about um, lifting the three o'clock um, blackout, um, but it is it's, there's no comparison to watching live. Um, it's half the time. It's the gives in the crowd shouting something yeah. that, that <laughs> make the day. Um, but on to um, our away day. <laughs> so, what's um, everyone's thoughts on uh, Saturday? Um, are are our Sutton fans going in with lots of optimism, or are we now a little bit pessimistic that they're fighting tooth and nail for everything? Um, who wants to be brave? Paul, you go first. Yeah, it's, it's funny, isn't it? It really is. When we've seen. Um... It's when you look at the league table and you see sides sliding down, you think, oh, they're in trouble, they're going to stay there. And then they've had a pick-me-up. I'm thinking of Colchester and uh, others have um, had a bit of a pep, haven't they? So I don't, I don't think it's dead and buried down there by any stretch of the imagination. And that, and that January transfer window is an interesting one, isn't it? Last year, we definitely felt the pressure of um, uh, teams bringing in new players and getting that strength and depth. So um, I, I think uh, it'll be interesting playing the teams that have brought in a lot of players uh, over the next few weeks. I guess the, the uh, advantage for us is that Hartlepool have brought in so many that uh, it might take a few weeks for them to gel. Um, but equally, you know, we've got, um, uh, we've talked about it earlier, haven't we? We, uh, we? We've got everyone back. We've got some new players in. We're playing the probably the best we've been playing uh, this season. Um, and we've got a sniff of the playoffs ourselves now. So, um, um, yeah, confident. You'd have to be confident, wouldn't you? But uh, an interesting time to to play Hartlepool. Lovely. Yeah, I'm kind of sad that I'm not... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, <laughs> I'm kind of sad I'm not going because uh, uh, Hartlepool has always been a wonderfully friendly uh, away day, in my experience. Uh, so, uh, yeah, um, it's it's obviously a bit of a trip, uh, but it's, yeah, it, it's, it's always been really lovely. And, uh, yeah, so I... But uh, I think... It's going to be a little bit like um, the Gillingham games, where, where particularly the one that we played um, sort of just before New Year's, where um, you know because yeah, they too were 
playing, or a lot of those players were playing for their careers. Um, so I think it's going to be quite scrappy and, uh, and think, yeah, if we get away with a point, then I think that would probably be okay. I think in the circumstances, obviously I would like a win, but yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, we'll go with you, Joe, and we'll finish off the Sutton point of view. Um, I'm going to go with what I said earlier with this positive optimism that we love to see. Um, oh, he's conveniently buggered up his microphone. <laughs> oh, can you not? Can you hear me? Yeah, go on, go on. <laughs> um, let's say I think we, I think we'll have this. I think we, when we played them earlier this season, it was a very different side to the side that they are now, and and. If the situation kind of you lot are in, then I think you, I think you could snatch it. I think it could be a bit like Gillingham in October when we were away. It could be very, very, very scrappy, and one team could just take it at the death. Or I think if one team gets an early goal, and I think if we get an early goal, especially, I think we could have a good day. It could be a good day out. But I think if, if Hartlepool get an early goal, then I think it. I think it could be a very good game. I think it could be very like we'll we'll be like all right, wake up, let's let's go and let's try and get back into this game. So I think it kind of just depends on how the match plays out. I think the both teams will want it a lot because we'll, the squad will see it as a game that on stats we on and on position league position we can win. But Hartlepool are have just come off a big win against Doncaster, who we play the week after. So it's the, our next run of games are all kind of just a bit. They're that kind of area take teams below us, but not far enough below us to be like, oh, we can, we can beat these lot easily. It's not sorry to any Rochdale fans, but it's not like a Rochdale kind of match at the moment. Who are on an awful run, but like, yeah, I think it could be, as I said, it could be very, very tight, or it could be a very open game where defending is, let's just say, fragrant with good and lots of open defenses. Jack and Adam, what are your thoughts on the game? Um, it's going to be intriguing. I, I like the point Joe made. Obviously, I went down to Sutton um, early part of the season, and it is going to be a new look Hartlepool, um, new eleven, new manager. And funnily enough, one of the things I enjoyed most about yesterday, as well as the three points, was the fact for the first time this season we can actually walk away from a game and say we watched our team play with desire. There was togetherness, there was unity, and we haven't had much opportunities this season to say that. So. It's going to be an interesting time to play Sutton again. Um, I think if we played the way we did yesterday, if not better, I would fancy us. I really, I really would. Yeah, I'd echo that. Um, as we've said, um, among the fan base, I think, and Adam's just touched on, the actual hunger from players and to see that players actually want to be there and actually want to fight for us. I think it always helps when you've taken over 1K on an away day when you're in the position, position that you're in to come out to see that away following must be quite something as a player. Like, I know 110% as a Hartlepool fan, if I was playing for the club in front of them fans, I'd just be flying into everything, wanting everything. So, yeah, heading into next week, there's no reason why we can't get a result. At this point in time, I think probably because of the league position we're in, but I've stopped looking at the league table. Um, I just kind of like, right, next game... The thing with Pulls is there's been too many times a season when we've had a false start. So we've won a game, looked really good. Next game, we've gone and been awful or bang average. So I don't want to go and say, yeah, we'll confidently go and beat you. But I'd be probably edging towards Pulls at this time just because I think there'll be that confidence that has grown and, and the new lads will really bring that energy. And I also think that 
with some of the players that we brought in, they're challenging current players in the squad for their positioning and their position in the squad, which is only going to make them want to work harder, or it should do anyway in principle. So I think with that competition in the squad, positive result yesterday, as we say, I'd probably edge towards a Pearls win. But if we get a point, we get a point. The most important question for the troubling Sutton fans, um, I'm sorry, Chris, it's not the video because the videos aren't working, but... Um, Jack and Adam, we do need to know um, your suggestions for the best drinking place for everyone to go. It's Pub of the Week. Wow. Mike, um, Mike, Mike, what is that? Mike, what is that? <laughs> Mike, someone take those buttons away from him. It was a video. Um, you're lucky. <laughs> it's brilliant. I love it. <laughs> well, in answer to your question, um, I mean, you can never go with church, wrong with Church Street where the spoons like uh, You know, me and uh, me and Davo frequent that place quite often after a game, um, have something to eat and stuff, talk about the match. But that that's all right. You know, does the job. I don't really drink, so and obviously it's different for me because and me and Davo, but. We tend to go into the corner flag um, before the game because obviously, you know, Davos got links with them and, and the people in there, um, we know quite well. So that welcomes away supporters, I think I'm right, aren't I, Adam? Yeah, that's right. I was just about to say, it's quite funny how we are answering that from the man who doesn't drink. Well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> if you want to juice this, you see, I'm representing the Sutton fans who may not want a drink. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No. So if I go, I'm... <laughs> Well, you're more than welcome. <laughs> no, you can't go wrong with the spoons. I'd say, but with the spoons, some nice pubs in Church Street. Oh, we've got a lovely marina. You can head over there. It's a nice scenic place. Yeah, the marina's fantastic. Um, it's a lovely pub. There has been, if it's still there. Blank looks, so I guess it's not there. Um, <laughs> well, it depends which one you're on about. Oh, okay, right. Places now. Okay, fair enough. That's about it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Thanks to my panel of Joe, Paul, Chris, and of course Jack and Adam from the HUFC podcast. Um, don't forget to let us know what you think. Follow us, like us, share us on all the socials at Southern Podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast on your preferred platform, and that way you can make sure you stay up to date with the latest episodes. And while you're there, you can do a review as well. Next time, I will be joined by Dan and Mark Bravery. Um, they'll be reviewing the Hartlepool match for us and um, they'll also be giving us their thoughts on, I believe it's the second centre-back and a left-back. Obviously, they've got a few more years of players to choose from, so it'll be a slightly different selection, I would imagine. Um, hope you've enjoyed this episode of Sutton Podcast. Thanks, everyone, for your time. Take care and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. United! 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 Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.